Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jen. How are you? <laughs> Much better now that I see your pretty face. Um, I want to know, hello, listeners. I want to know what happened to your face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I posted on my IG mm-hmm. a picture of my knee that was flowing with blood. Yes. Um, but that, listeners, was just the tip of the iceberg because Jen got the whole the whole shebang, the whole, the whole monty, if you will. And let me tell you when I tell you that it was not cute. My whole right side of like the top of my head was like scraped off. I had like gouges in my nose. Um, my left palm has like this very Holy intense shit. puncture in it. <laughs> the whole right side of my arm is just scratches and scratches and like flesh wounds. And then my knee got the worst of it, which it's just like, it literally like, I, I you know what, in hindsight, I probably should have got stitches for that, but I just went home and I super glued it. <laughs> Oh my God. And um, I mean, it wasn't like it didn't cut all the way to like a muscle. So, you know, technically I didn't really need them, but like my skin was separated. Yeah. So, you know, I cleaned it, whatever, and I super glued it together. And Um, how's it healing? Oh, horribly. Um, (laughs) So my face is almost healed to the point where you can't see scabs. Mm-hmm. And my nose as well. You can see like, you know, like when your skin is healing and it's pinker than the rest of the, yes. but it's not a wound anymore. Uh-huh. It's kind of in that phase. Um, but yeah, my knee was, is got, what got the worst of it. I have scratches on like the right side of like my back and like the left side of my thigh and like everywhere I touch now I just feel like scratches like even on the back forearm of like my left arm I just feel scratches from all areas of my body now you're gonna okay. ask me what happened Jacqueline well Why yeah because you're this all injured there? but who hit you I, I wish a bitch would hmm. so what ha- happened was we're gonna blame this all on Marina oh shit Okay. So we, uh, as you know, um, she lives on a farm and towards that way, there's a reservoir that we had never visited before. And she's like, do you want to go? I will pick you and the dogs up. And we took the cats. You know, we've got adventure cats now. Right. Right. The brother, which is um, duck. His name is duck. And um, so we are going on this thing and I didn't wear any special shoes. You know, I live in vans vans are are my daily for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I have Mm -hmm. hiking vans, but bitch, I didn't know I was going on a hike. So the reservoir, I thought, you know, like we would drive up to it, Uh you know, because I think like people go there for like boating and shit. I'm not sure, but you know, and then like we were going to walk to it, but no, the bitch parks on the side of the road Okay. Like, finds like a hole in the earth, you know, okay. up to the Deftones. And then we go like, so we have to go down. The hill is like 
she claims it's like 45 degrees. Okay. Right. And I'm going to believe her because, you know, lesbians are good with measurements and things of that sort. Shout out to the lesbians. Hi, lesbos. Um, So, so it's steep enough, but Mm -hmm. not like straight down. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can like get down somehow. Mm -hmm. And I'm wearing my Vans and the, it's dry and it's dirt. So it's very slippery and like rocky and like, you know, you don't have any grip. So you just start to slide down. Right. Yep. 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 Well, I started to fall forward and this Mm -hmm. is at the fucking top. And I'm talking about like a 50 foot, like down at least. Right. Uh huh. So I lose my footing and I'm starting to fall forward, but somehow like I end up running down this fucking hill at like full speed okay and then the bitch was like well why don't you just sit down and fall back it's like bitch because an object in motion wants to stay in motion motion. you know what i'm saying like my body's not just gonna magically be able to fall backwards when all of my weight and all of the gravity is pushing me down Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i am running full speed not on purpose this is because i'm almost falling so i had no choice but to run down the hill right and during running down the hill like Kate Bush and opposite sorry correct so I was Kate Bushing and (laughs) and I I get almost to the bottom but like not and then Uh somehow I don't know if like I lost my footing or I tripped on something or both but Mm -hmm. the bitch goes down you know and I've already had the velocity of my fat ass body and then the gravity of earth like right. pushing me forward down. So, I mean, I got some speed, bitch. And I was yeah. like, you know, full force down. And I fell and somehow like I landed on like my, I don't know how the fuck I landed. To tell you the truth. It was all so okay. fast, but I know that my, I, I landed on my palm. Okay. One part of it. Cause that's how I got the gash. But then I, I seem to have rolled, like tucked and rolled. And that's how my whole rest of my right side of my body got all the scratches and shit. But oh not before God. I landed first on my knee, which got most of the damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know when my head fell into the equation because I didn't slam it or anything like that. Because I didn't have like, bruises or anything. But like, I'm sure like I, I fell and then like I I skid through the floor for a few feet you know and part of the skid included my head so it was a whole fucking thing and then like my knee starts gushing blood just like dripping blood down my leg right so what did you do so um nothing i (laughs) i got my glasses didn't break i'm picturing you cats on leashes and dogs running wild going down this hill and now you're at the bottom of it and there's cats on leashes and dogs and merino and so how do you get out of this situation so the thing was none of the dogs or the cats or merino were down there yet i was the first one to go Okay. I was going to go down there and then she was going to let all the animals out because they would follow me down there. I would just call them and they would just go right. down, there, you know? Right. Yeah. So that was the plan, but that plan got fucked. 
Right. And Marina was like, what the fuck? How did you get down there so fast? Oh, because she was she didn't see it. She didn't what a waste, right? I could have fallen, she could have at least told me what had happened. Right, but, but she didn't oh, even know. She didn't even know. And I was like she wasn't paying attention like a like the bitch that she is. Correct. Yeah. And then she's like, Are you okay? And I said, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> But I found my glasses. They were not broken, just a little scratched. Uh huh. So I was able to see. And I I felt that I wasn't okay. Like my body was like, bitch, you were not okay right now. And I, Marino had gotten down there and then the cats were down there and the dogs were down there and they were just doing their own thing because they're pretty good on their own, you know? And none of them are running up to you and seeing if you're okay. No, because at this point, uh they were still in the car when i fell okay so they didn't get released until after i was a little bit settled because i didn't want them you know so what you're telling me is even though you were all fucked up you still continued on this ridiculous hike well it it wasn't a hike per se it was just going down that hill you know but it did entail that i probably should have had some hiking boots you know what i'm saying that's why i call it the hike deathly injured after you sustained your injury you should have run up the hill and gone to the doctor Mm, um, in hindsight maybe but i was already and i like i bitch i ran all the way i was at the reservoir in my mind i was gonna run and i was gonna like jump into the water and save myself that way at least okay i'm like you know because i i almost got there bitch i was like 10 feet away you know maybe 20 but like yeah, like in my mind, I was going to run after I started like moving down the mountain. Okay. Coming down the mountain. Ta-na, ta-na. Jane's addiction. You're mm-hmm. welcome, everyone. Um, I had just like, because I was, I don't know that I was in shock, but I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And I saw that there was blood trickling down. Marino had a first aid kit in her car, like the good lesbian that she is. Okay, good. So she came down and like started cleaning me up. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was all covered in dirt and rubbish and rocks. Oh, I later found when I was taking a shower after the whole uh, fiasco, mm-hmm. uh, I found a rock in my butt crack. <laughs> how, how she got there, what she was doing, I don't know, but she was living there rent free. Okay. Um, I, I was washing my body and I was like, oh, hello there, little friend. How long, like what, how, how yeah. sway, you know, I have no idea. I cannot, I don't know how it got there. I mean, I was wearing shorts, mm-hmm. but like how it ended up in between my cracks is going to be a mystery that if anybody decides to want to solve, I'm sure it has to do with physics. I'm not good at math, <laughs> but, um, I feel like it must've gone up your short leg into your butt crack. No, of course, but like how? How did I not feel it also? Because you were already in pain from all these other injuries. I guess, but like I should feel a rock in my butthole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, maybe not in my butthole, because it wasn't like up there, but like just right. chilling in my crack. It it acclimated itself to your dimension. Yeah, I guess my body's like, bitch, this is the least of your problems. We're gonna need you to focus. Right. <laughs> we're gonna need you to focus. So after she had cleaned me up and she had bandaged me up or whatever, she was mm-hmm. like, do you want to go? Like, we should go. That's pretty deep. You should probably go to the hospital, get stitches. And I was like, nah, like, let's just chill here for a while. We're already here. And so we stayed there for maybe like half an hour. And then like right after I had sat down, uh-huh. we saw a bald eagle 
okay. on the other side of the reservoir. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? Is this like, uh, am I going to be okay? Is this a sign from the Lord himself? Canoe reefs? Mm-hmm. Like what is happening? I had never seen a bald eagle just like that before. And it was beautiful and it was big and it was like very like murka. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is that. Okay. I don't know what this means, but it has to be something good. Right. Or maybe it's just the fucking that a bald eagle decided to land there. I don't know. Right. right. In my state, I was like, this means something, you know? <laughs> so I get home and I, you know, take a shower, find my little rock friend, take him out the crack. And then I patch myself up, but I was pretty fucked up. Not like, yeah. so I was just happy that nothing was broken. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was enough for me to not go to the doctor. Um and this was a week, over a week ago now. I think okay. I fell like on Tuesday or something. Okay. Tuesday of last week. It is now Wednesday. Yes. So it's been a week. Most of my superficial injuries have closed up and are healing well. But, you know, the one on my knee is like infected now because I'm a dumb bitch. And, you know, infected? I just cleared. There's pus? There's pus. Mm-hmm. And are you going to the doctor now that there's pus? Uh, no, I cleaned it out. I doused it in alcohol and I wrapped it up. I mean, I'm, I'm, it, you're looking at me very disappointed and it's hurting me. I, I'm shaking my head. I know I probably should go, but like, it's the worst is over. Yeah. It's a little infected. What if, what if if you get an abscess? What if it becomes cellulitis? What if you have to be amputated? Hmm? Mm -hmm. Do you think of that? No, 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 you do. I think it's going to be fine. Okay. You know, what song do you want at your funeral? Um, the great gig in the sky. Okay. But so that's, that's the story of the fall. You know, oh, God. I'm doing okay. <sighs> otherwise, like my knee doesn't actually hurt. Like I can bend it and do all that. I don't really think that like it took as much as it took the brunt of like most okay. of the injury. I don't think that it actually like, I think the rest of my body rolling took most of it. Okay. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. Can we hack into a satellite and, and recover the footage? That would be great. Hackers, oh. any, any listeners are hackers? Is that possible? Do you think that there's a camera there somewhere? Like a wildlife one? Yeah, there's cameras everywhere. Never mind. What am I talking about? Yeah. Did you know that birds are government spies? What? Yeah, ask Rick. I'm sure he knows about it. It's a conspiracy theory that birds are not real and that they are spies sent out uh, by the government. All birds? You know, I don't know the exact details, but as far as I know, yes, all of the birds are manufactured by the government none of them are real okay and they're all spying on us so maybe the fucking bald eagle was a uh, was a a government fucking spy for what reason i i know not but it just came to be like is this good bitch gonna be okay or should we send an ambulance just (laughs) randomly go into the woods right now as she needs it i don't know oh my god so um similarly uh, or on the, the thing of birds, um, I have a bird enemy now. Excuse and, me? Yes. Yes, I have a bird enemy. Every time it sees me, it has a shit attack. Every time I see it, I tell it I'm not coming for him. It's a whole thing. What kind of bird is this? It's a, ro- it's a robin. 
Those are pretty. Yeah, but this one's a fucking asshole. Well, let me tell you about Robins. I recently discovered um, my friend who uh, is Deva. Hello, Deva. She doesn't listen, but that's okay. We can say hello to her anyways. Um, She is a a watcher of the birds. A bird watcher. Uh And, you know, I've gotten into watching the birds because I've gotten binoculars and it's opened Uh up a whole new life for me. A whole new world, if you will. And she told me that bird watchers hate robins. Mm-hmm. And because, because they're dicks. of a reason that I can't remember. But I think it was like because they're like too loud or obnoxious or something. And and like if the bird watchers see that there are robins there or they're aggressive or something, that they know that they won't see any other birds around. Huh. Because the robins are there. Okay. Let me tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna re reevaluate. This, this statement and we'll, in the next pot I'll, I'll have the final answer okay so here's but in my mind from what I remember it's like I think maybe that they're aggressive to other birds so if they see robins they're like ah oh, fuck like this place fucking sucks because we're not going to see any cool birds anymore because the fucking robins are here okay so I would I guess kind of agree with that um robins are assholes this okay. one in particular um, did you name him what did you name him no, is it a him? Yeah, I, I, I assume so. And I'll tell you why I assume so. Okay. So um, as everybody knows, I'm raising silkworms and I they eat mulberry leaves. And I have found out that there is a entire forest-ish of mulberry leaves a block away from my house, right? So every day I walk down there, I get the leaves, I bring them home, I feed my worms. I have like a hundred cocoons right now. It's all great, Okay. So last week I go down there and I'm like, do, 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 I'm collecting things. And something literally, I can hear something running up behind me and hits me in the back. Right. Shut the like, fuck up. I'm like, who, what, who the fuck? And I look and it's a bird. And it's fucking <gasps> this robbing. motherfucker threw hands. He threw wings, beak and hands. Okay. So then he's sitting there on this fence and he's just yelling at me. And I'm like, what? I don't know what your problem is. And he just won't, won't stop yelling. And I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm not taking your berries because the lead, the mulberry trees have berries, right? And I figure maybe he wants the berries for his family or something, right? So I yeah. just keep going on my way and he hits me again. <gasps> the lion, the witch, and the audacity of this, of this fucking, fucking bird, right? So then I look up and I realize he has a nest. And there's a baby in the nest and the mom is in the nest. And I'm like, okay, I am so sorry. I apologized. I said, it is the lion, the witch, and the audacity of me <laughs> to be collecting leaves from your particular tree in the vicinity of your tiny baby. I am so sorry. Uh, please forgive me. I, I was about to forgiven. say, what? I was about to say, I was about to say, there's probably a baby involved because when motherfuckers get out of, out of hand, yeah, it's because there's a baby in a nature baby. anyways, in nature. Yes. No. And I saw the baby. I saw the baby. Oh in the, my in the God. Nest. Was it so cute? It was so cute. So I said to him, I said, I am done with this area. I will uh-huh. no longer collect leaves in this area. I am sorry. Okay. So Good. there's other places that I can go, you know? So I start going to the other places, but whenever I come down the lane, he pops his little head up, stands on the fence and starts fucking yelling at everybody. And I imagine what he's saying is this bitch is coming to steal our fucking berries and our babies. <laughs> it's her again. It's her attack. He, he knows it's me. 
I don't know how he knows it's me and not somebody else, but it could be because, you know, I'm carrying pruning shears in a basket, but um, I walk real fast past him. I don't go to his tree. Um, and then I go and I do my business. And then on the way back, he yells at me again. And then I, I go away. This is like, but, bitch, uh, didn't you say? But the second I day, so you. the day after the attack, right? I was like, well, I'm going to take him some worms, right? So I take some of the ones who are not thriving, right? And mm-hmm. I put them in a little dish and I put them there for him. And I'm like, look, food. And then he dive bombed me and actually hit me in the head. (laughs) He said, bitch, this is a rivalry. Don't you dare try to peace with me. I tried. I tried. I was like, have some worms. And let me tell you, I, I, we don't have to wait till next episode. I know the viewer, the listeners were at the edge of their listening ears. Uh We're going to have to wait a whole week, but no, I got, I found the text message. It says, Okay. They intimidate some birds, so it makes it a little distracting when you're out looking for other birds. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. So they, they're intimidating me because they think I'm some kind of large bird. No, yeah, it just bird. doesn't want me to eat his babies. But um, yeah, so I got attacked, and um, I'm really glad that I am at the end, almost, knock on wood, of this silkworm season because I can't take it anymore. So what are we doing silkworming for again? Well, so originally we were just going to raise them and feed them to the geckos. And then I was going to have cocoons, right? And I could make silk out of the cocoons because they're made out of silk, right? And then I could knit with it and make a little something. So then our, our geckos are very old. One of them, I think, is apparently in, in his late teens, like he's apparently 17 years old and they, they're not very hungry. And one of them, you know, is looking kind of poorly. So they're not really eating them. So now I have all these worms that aren't going to get eaten. I give some to my friend Austin and then the rest of them, I'm just going to let them become cocoons and then I'll just take their silk. What kind of geckos do you have? Are they leopard? Yeah. Yeah. Those are yeah. nice. I can't believe they get that old. I wasn't aware that, I mean, I guess lizards live a long time. They might not be. This is what I was told by the person who gave them to me that they were already old at that time. So apparently the one is 17. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I feel like that's too old. Like I was expecting like 13, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking know. But that's apparently the thing. Do you remember when, you had to euthanize your poor bearded dragon. That was sad. Oh, God, don't I remember? That was horrible. I'm so sorry. Leopard geckos live up to 15 years, it says. So maybe you have one that yeah. can be 17. Could be. Yeah, it but, was um, it was yeah. really shitty. And then if listeners don't know that, like, reptiles take a long time to die. They really fucking do. Sometimes, literally, we had a re- relief veterinarian that used to, like. No, don't even. Yep. They yep. used to, they used to draw like the little sketch death mark around them. Mm-hmm. And then just to see that they didn't move mm-hmm. like the turtles and shit, you know, like, so they yep. do like a little, little death sketch yep. around them and leave them there for like an hour or so to make sure that they were actually truly dead because those motherfuckers be sneaky. Yes. No, I thought you were going to talk about the relief vet who came to that hospital. And I was working in quiet ICU where we have incubators and they made me put a fucking dead lizard in the incubator and wanted me to keep it incubated 
for 48 hours. And I was like, I am not going to sit here with this fucking lizard cooking and bothering my cats hey. and my bunnies. So why was it, did they did not know it was dead? No, they euthanized it, but they wanted it to be incubated in case it was alive. Well, oh, well hold up. Hold Jennifer Silver Reed. Yes. And I've never called you that. No, you've never. This, this is how, how, how appalled I am. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me yes. that a veterinarian mm-hmm. intentionally, mm-hmm. humanely euthanized this lizard. Yes. And then was like, well, just in case it's not dead, mm-hmm. put it in the incubator to keep it warm. Yes. Why would you put it in the incubator to keep it warm if you're wanting to kill it? If it's I'm sorry, not- it's some kind of Supreme Court of the United States bullshit is what it is. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like the purpose is for it to die. So even yeah. if it's on its way dying, don't keep it warm so that it lives longer. It needs to. Oh my god. So I was like, why don't you take? Why don't you euthanize them and then take them out back and strike them with a shovel? I mean, that would and be apparently more- you can't do that because they might not be dead. Yeah, but then like that's, but I don't understand what is the point of. You could say that you were euthanizing lizards and then sell them out the back of your hospital for (laughs) $1,000. Listen, I understand what you're telling me, Mm -hmm. but like, it just doesn't compute because you want the animal to die. Yes. So then why are you trying to keep it alive just in case it is alive? Exactly. I don't don't understand then you would be making it suffer if it wasn't, it would, was going to, I don't know, but that's. You want a, to, you want to explain to the listeners why reptiles take so long to die? Because they have a fucked up metabolism and they heart can, our heart rates can drop to like one an hour and they can like basically stop breathing and put themselves into like hibernation stasis instead of dying. Yeah. Apparently, even with poison coursing through their cold, cold, cold veins. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. crazy? They're incredible. So, yeah, it was pretty traumatizing when my beardy had to be put down because I don't know what was wrong with him, but he kept gasping like mm-hmm. for air. It looked like it was he was gasping for air, but right. something was clearly wrong with him. He was an old yes. son of a bitch already. I believe he was maybe like almost 13 or some crazy shit right. like that. So he was an old man. And I knew that he was deteriorating. So when I saw mm-hmm. him like doing that, I was like, this yeah. is not good. So I took him in and yeah, they did that. They euthanized him. Well, they, you know, put euthanasia through his veins. Yeah. And um, at some point he passed away. Cause that's just yeah. what they do. But I didn't stay there to, for that. I was like, okay, you guys did it. And, you know, as soon as he stopped gasping like that, you know, even though he probably was not dead, he was just right, probably like, that's enough. feeling, feeling, feeling nothing at that point. Yeah. Um, then I left, but so yeah, it was I'm, shitty. Yeah. And, and here's my thing. Like if you're going to just put it in the freezer and, and let it freeze then. But apparently I forgot about this part. If you put it in a freezer and you take it out and it's still alive, it could still be alive because that's like cold hibernation for them 
Yeah, they're insane, man. They're incredible creatures. I don't understand. I would you would think that it would just freeze to death at some point. But I mean, yeah, because they're supposed to be warm in order to live. That's why you put heat lamps on them and stuff like that, because or else they just freeze. But then maybe because also that same bearded dragon, I had lost them for like three, four months during (laughs) fucking winter. During winter at one point in my in those 13 years, and I didn't like empty his tank out or anything because i was like no i didn't want to like i'm like i'm gonna find him eventually he was in my backyard right or so what or, you're telling me yes. hold on is that you have not only lost a giant snake correct but also a bearded dragon yes okay. i lost the bearded okay. first Just well, because i had left him outside so he can bask right yeah. because you know he needs to get his vitamin d sure it's good for them yeah and he was a nice guy. I didn't need to put a harness on him or anything. Plus, my backyard is fucking enclosed. You know, this is when I used to live with my mom. So I was like, where the fuck is he going to go? If Can't he dig under a fence or something? I mean, I guess, but they're not like diggers. They're not going to go and do that. They're just kind of like, just chill, you know? Okay, yeah. It's a bearded yeah, dragon. Yeah. And then, so I went outside and the motherfucker was not basking anymore. Mm-hmm. And I looked and I tore that yard, you know, up and down trying to find him. And I mm-hmm. could not. And I did this for like a couple of weeks because I was like, where the fuck are you? And right. then eventually weeks became like three, four months. Mm-hmm. And then my dad had taken the grill out to try and barbecue or clean it. Oh, and this the motherfucker was living in the grill. Oh my God. It had rained. It was winter. And he was just not dead. Wow. He hadn't eaten anything. I don't know what, I mean, maybe if he found something outside in the yard, but like. Like bugs or something. Yeah, but there, I mean, the whole yard is like cement, you know, so Mm. bugs aren't thriving out there. Right. But he was alive. And, you know, my dad got him. Yet again, my father's the one who found it, just like the snake. Right. Yeah, so I don't know. That was interesting. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, pets are piles. Pets are weird. Um, So... I'm going to burn the entire world down. Oh, you know, I've said it now. So if it ever happens, yes, I'm guilty. I am so enraged by the events of the past two weeks that I literally could punch somebody. I have asked people, coworkers, can I just punch you just to get it out? And they're like, no, thank you. And I'm like, I'm old. It's not going to hurt. But nobody has. You work with little bitches. Let me tell you. I would have been like, bitch, go for it. Mm. It's not the moneymaker. Right. But like, it's because of the there Are there people marching? Are there protests in your vicinity? Of course there are. We're fucking California. Okay, yeah. I know. Okay, all right. Okay. But it's not illegal here because our governor rules. Right. He said, fuck fuck all of you. Mm -hmm. We're actually going to support women to do whatever the fuck they want with their body. And also- if any of you other women from the shitty fucking states right. decide that you would like one, come mm-hmm. over and we'll right. fucking hook you up. Right. So I don't know why you ever left us. Eh. Um, is, is it illegal there where you are now? Not yet. They're, they're, they're working on it, but, but it's, we won't let it happen. Um, I don't know. We have one senator who's really working very hard to make sure that it doesn't happen and I've been donating shit and whatnot and talking about it, but 
all the rallies are like on days when I work. So that kind of sucks. And um, did I tell you about the parade? Yeah, the gay one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now like everybody's like, we don't know if we're gonna do the parade because of what happened in Chicago. And I'm just like, I'm over it. Shootings in Chicago. Yeah, right? Because they shot into a parade, right? So what are they gonna, right? Nebraska, right? They're not gonna shoot into a bunch of 4th of July people, but they would probably shoot into a pile of gays, you know? The gays are always really good at getting targeted for shooting. Let me tell you. It was gay pride in San Francisco a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago. And my gay, uh, he, Uh he went over there and Uh my other gay, Marino, Uh she did not want to go over there because she was scared that there might be a shootout because everybody's shooting everybody nowadays. So we told his ass, was like, just be careful. Go and be as gay as you would like. I support uh-huh. you, but also right. I don't want you to get shot. So just right. be careful. But obviously he's okay. Well, yes, no, he's okay. But nobody actually, got shot at Pride in San Francisco. Not that I know of. No. Good. Good. We're gonna circle back to G and yeah. the trauma that he put me through. But go ahead, finish your. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. Like I have to, I have to just say a couple of things. Okay, first of all. Uh-huh. It's my body, it's my choice, okay? <laughs> all right, and it's everybody's body and it's all their choice, right? And I have to say like on behalf of like not a community that I'm a part of except for adjacent that did you know that abortions are not just for ladies? So I have resolved to not call this an assault on women but to call it an assault assault on people with uteruses. Okay? Ah, I see because Is of that- the... J.K. Rowling. And then I am also hereby no longer referring to the entity that another person is carrying inside their uterus to be born at a later date. I am never calling that a baby until it is out the body. So what are you calling it now? I will call it your fetus. I will call it your clump of cells, but I will not call it a baby. I like clump of cells. Because I don't want anybody to get it twisted that I think that Two weeks after you've conceived it, I think it's a baby. I do not think it's a baby. Yeah, we are uh, pro uh, do what you want with your body. Yep. On this podcast. And if you feel uh, a different way about it, uh, you you can can go fuck yourself. Fucking fuck off in a way that you do (laughs) not enjoy. And I hope you get pregnant by it. And I hope you can't have an abortion from fucking yourself in a way that you don't like. Yeah, that sucks. Like that, that is... (laughs) That is terrible. I, you know what? Speaking of, uh, so when I fell, that shit knocked the period out of me. <laughs> so listen, I do take birth control, but the yes. new control that I'm taking now mm-hmm. uh, is so listeners, I had been having really bad migraines and I went to the doctor and they prescribed me a medication. Mm-hmm. That has helped me wonders. Thank you, mm-hmm. medication. Um, and also the birth control that I was on was a combination birth control. Mm-hmm. And it was at a high risk for me to get a stroke if I took that birth control with the new medication. Uh-huh. So, so they had to change. switch up my birth control to a single um, hormone yeah. um, as opposed to the, the yeah. combo, right? Yeah. So now 
all good, right? Whatever. And that's not a problem. However, there is a problem because with my old birth control, Mm -hmm. I could skip a day or two if I forgot and I could just double up when I remembered. And I didn't, you know, like I would take, you know, a few hours apart here and there. And my body was like, it don't matter as long as you're taking it. We're right. going to be good. There's no yes. babies that are going to be born or clumps right. of cells or anything. No, 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 and no, I was no. like, sick body. Uh-huh. Thank you, birth control. But now this new one, I only mm-hmm. have a two hour window that I have to take it at the exact same time every day, give or take two hours that or, 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 or my body's like, bitch, you have never taken birth control ever. Wow. Yeah. My body's like, nope. You, it, it's like, I never had even taken birth control. If I take it with, without of that two hour window. Oh, that is too much responsibility. I know, bitch. I got a timer and everything on my, on my, but like, still sometimes I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And then I, I get caught up doing other shit and I'm like, fuck the birth control. And luckily, as far as I've noticed, I'm taking it within that two hour window. But then mm-hmm. also I'm like, what if I accidentally got pregnant and then like I fell and then like killed my clump of cells right which let me tell you listeners don't feel bad or get like all whatever because I don't care I don't want to have children so in hindsight maybe it was you know that that eagle was like bitch this is (laughs) this is actually your sign that you're welcome you know (laughs) but you know I, I just thought it was like what a coincidence that that would have Cause I wasn't supposed to get it that week. I was supposed to get the week right. after, but right. it knocked the whole ass period out of me. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. I'm sorry. It's um, fine. I mean, that's, that's, but that's great. Cause Hey, you're not pregnant. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to be, hey. you know, if you need a homie to help you out with the pregnancy situation, I got a place. <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm going to hell. Never mind people. Don't take this seriously. <laughs> I know an eagle. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, listen, me. you can come to Nebraska. You can stay at my house and all you need to do is go down to the mulberry tree and bother <laughs> the bird. It's going to scare the period out of you or it's going to peck it out of you. I don't know. Shout out to all the Robins and um, the fucking bald eagles out there looking out for us. <laughs> right. No. So, so I think that what I want to do, like I ever have any time because I don't, but I think what I want to do is make the time and become a, one of those people who like escorts the people into the clinic. Okay. I think, I think I could do that, that as a volunteer. And that you is know? because there's like rioters and shit out there that are because all hurting you or, or what is your people who like want to show you like a fetus, right? Yeah. Or like tell you that you're going to hell or, you know, do a crucifix on you or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you should be able to, because it's still legal in this state, walk in there in peace. And you, you want to walk, buddy? I'll be your buddy. That's fine. That's nice of you. Yeah. There's also a thing called an abortion doula. And I'm wondering about that. Like, I don't know what you have to be certified to do. Maybe you yeah, like, what are you going to do? Punch them know, in the neck? Like, no, no, I think that you help to nurse the person after they've had their abortion. Oh, I see. So this is post. Yeah. Post. I don't know. That's what it seems like in my mind. But okay. So you don't know. So you might have to punch them. Right. We'll get but back to you on this, listeners. Listeners, if you know anything about that, please let me know. So, so do that. Um, 
yeah, there's a lot of things happening in this world yeah. right now. Uh, but let me talk about myself. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Let me talk about um, what I'm telling you, what happened with G, right? Yeah. So G. me and uh, Julia mm-hmm. and Jasmine mm-hmm. and G, who is the okay. actual name is John. So the J squad, right? Mm-hmm. We go to his house for the first time. He lives in the city. We go to check it out and have dinner. Okay, so he, he got a new place. Yeah, he's he's okay. he's moved out since his last right. relationship has ended. Right, and went to go look at his little uh, San Francisco loft, real cute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so we walk like 10, 15 minutes up and down these fucking hilly ass hills, you know. Right, right. And um, we get to this place where he wants to eat, and it's for his birthday because, uh-huh. like, in two days after that will right. be his birthday. So we're right. celebrating him. Uh-huh. The dinner is over. Uh-huh. Right. Wait, and hold on. What restaurant was it? It was this one called, I think it's called Mochica. It's Peruvian okay. food. Oh, jealous. Okay. Yeah, it was really delicious. And um, okay, so listeners, also sorry if the sound is shitty. I know last episodes was pretty fucking bad. Um, uh, but just try try and bear with us. So anyways, I, I fucking, um, turned off the fan in this room. It's very hot, but I did that to maybe have the, the thing better. I'm like right up on your head right here, like really Mm -hmm. close to the laptop. So maybe it'll get better sound, but Mm. we'll see. So anyways, we're having a delicious lunch. It's over. We're waiting for the check. And he stands Mm -hmm. up just randomly and is like, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm going to go outside. To okay. which me and Julia look at each other like, bitch, That's you're dizzy. Fucking sit down. Like, you don't right. start moving when you're dizzy. You sit down. But, you know, whatever. He's a smart gentleman. You know, this man is a genetic genius. He literally has broken right. the world record for genetic coding. Right. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. So did. Explain that some more. So uh, this man is a geneticist on top of being a veterinarian, on top of being like a triathlon. You know, this... This bitch has no fucking end to what she can do, right? Mm -hmm. So the genetic coding um, thing was like, you had to wait, like, I don't know, some crazy shit, like six to eight weeks bullshit. And then him and his team at Stanford did it in like Mm -hmm. seven hours. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. He's he's a genius. He's so smart. Oh, here it is, you guys. Um, I found the article that talks about this because I'm fast. And if you go to medicine.stanford.edu, you can look up, um, it's an article called The Record Breakers, you and Ashley and team crack difficult cases with rapid gene sequencing. And then there's a picture. And you can see my girl, John Gorzinski, Dr. John Gorzinski. Yeah, because that bitch a doctor too, you know? Yep. John Gorzinski, DVM, PhD. There you go. Okay, sorry, go on. No, so I mean, outside. shout out to him because he's yep. the fucking best. Um, so he goes outside and there, you know, there's a big window to see on the outside. And all I right. see is this. <gasps> the bitch just drops, right? What the fuck? 
So I'm like confused for a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, we're looking at each other. I was like, do we, should we go? And I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like he fell. Like I cannot confirm nor deny this allegation, but I need to go outside right. and check. Right. So we I go mean, whatever it is, whether he fell down, whether he sat down, whether he decided to lay down on the sidewalk, all of that is a problem. Correct. Yes. So we go out there. The bitch is laid out. Right. What? Okay. Yes. He's laid out. And he has his head like up against a bench. So uh, we thought, fuck, he hit his head like right up against that bitch. And now right. he's going to be concussed and it's going to be a whole thing. Luckily, the, the um, one of the people who were outside out, out, outdoor seating was like, no, it looks like he like knew that he was going down. So he kind of braced himself and didn't hit his head. Okay. Right. So he was laid down and like they put his legs up because that's what you do when somebody is, you know, get that blood rushing to your head. Right right so and then so he stays down there and we're like are you are you okay like what's going on and he's just like well um yeah I don't know like I felt dizzy and like lightheaded and then he like fainted like he like passed out right and we're like okay Okay. so like he wants to get up you know he wants to just be like no no, I'm fine get up and we're like you should probably still just lay down for a little bit blah 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 and he was just like um I don't I'm gonna sit up so we're like fine whatever okay sit you up but you can't get up and start walking like just sit down for a minute right yeah so he's sitting down and then like kind of out of it right right and he looks bitch the bitch is pale pale like his lips are like bluish purple right we're like no no no, this is not good we can't have this happening and then in the middle of him saying something to Julia, he starts to like pass out again, right? <gasps> oh my so god! He's, and then so Julia has to straddle him mm-hmm. on this bench to like right. have him not fall, like oh. slip down because he looks right. like he's kind of going to slip down, right? And um, so then we're like, we're going to call the ambulance now because it's like this is not okay. Whatever's happening is not okay. He's still pale. And he's right. like passing out again, like, no. So then I call the ambulance, Julia's, uh-huh. you know, uh, making him sit up, like right. basically holding him up by straddling him. At right. this point, we had told Jasmine to go and get the car because we didn't want him walking back to his house after, you know, he had just fainted. Right, so right. That had happened. And <laughs> so. I, and then we, we had just paid for the thing and we were waiting for our checks. So while I go out, uh-huh. get our checks, I come back out. And then I was like, where's Jasmine? And then Julia's like, I told her to go get the car. And I was like, all right, I'm going to call her and tell her to stay there because right. I'm going to call the ambulance and the ambulance right. is going to take him instead. Right. right. So right. that happened like two minutes. I called mm-hmm. Jasmine. Right. And then She's, I was like, where are you? She's like, I'm at the car. Like this bitch had ran like 15 <laughs> minutes in two minutes up and down, up and down the hills of San Francisco. I mean, good for her. Like, she, she got in shape and she got in shape. She was like there, right? And we're like, fuck already? And she's like, yeah. She's like, you know, trying to catch your breath. And I was like, well, just stay there and catch your breath. Cause I, uh-huh. you know, I call the ambulance and they're on their way. So as soon as they take him, like we will let you know to come pick us up or whatever, right? Right. Cool. So she stays there. And yeah. then so I call the ambulance, let them know what's going on. And then we're talking to G. And this bitch is finally telling us like that he had been seeing a cardiologist. 
<gasps> Motherfucker. Okay. I know. I was like, you didn't care to elaborate that with the whole dinner that we were talking about updates on life. And right. he said that he was like having like random VPCs, right? Motherfucker. He needs a splenectomy. So we were like, why didn't you do whatever, right? We're like, okay, well, we're about to get the best history that these fucking EMTs has ever He's experienced. Ever right. Because Yes, we do not do this for humans, but when you come into an emergency hospital with your animal, we are basically going to ask the same questions, you know, like, you know, have you been on any medications? When was the last time you ate? Like, do you have any uh, medical, all of things, right? Are are, are you coughing, sneezing, vomiting, diarrhea? Are you up to date on your vaccines? All of the things, right? So... Bitch, the EMT. Are you microchipped? The the mic the microchip. The fucking ambulance took twenty five minutes to get to us. Jesus Christ! So we're there, and he like passed out like another two times, I think. Oh my god! And we're like, where the fuck are these people? So they finally come right, uh-huh. and they get out of the ambulance, and uh, and they're like, okay, so what's going on, right? And right. I was like, bitch, you about to find out everything. I said he has random VPCs. He's been going to a cardiologist. He had an echo last month. There was no definitive diagnosis. He has no structural abnormalities. He's not on any medications. He took five milligrams of THC at 4 p.m. He doesn't have any allergies. He lost consciousness three times. He did not hit his head that we know of, allegedly. And he's been pale since the accident. And his first pass out was at 8.30. And they looked at me and they're like, whoa. (laughs) Right? I said, bitch, go have my friend now. That's all you ever needed to know plus more. Go, go do your fucking job. (gasps) After that, they had like, they didn't ask me nothing. They're like, oh, okay, where's your friend? (laughs) I was like, right over here. (laughs) So they took him into the ambulance. Yeah, they took him into the ambulance. And so me and Julie are sitting outside because, you know, they're doing their ambulance thing in there. And then they come out maybe like another like 20 minutes later, right? Uh Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, we're going to take him to the hospital, like blah, blah, blah. And we're like, well, can we come with him? Like, they're like, no, like you can't be in the ambulance due to COVID protocols, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, do you know what hospital you guys are taking him to? Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're taking him to this one here, but I'm not sure what their visitor policy is right now. Like you would have to call in like an hour or two to see like the status update. And we're like, right. So we're like, well, can we see him? Can we talk to him before he leaves? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they open the door and he has like all of the things attached all to him. The things, yeah. And we're like, well, like we we would want to go with you, but like um we'll we'll just wait. We'll just wait here. And then the, he's like, no, 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 no. Just just go home. Like it'll be fine. Like, don't worry about it. Cause you don't even know if we you can even go in the hospital to see me or right. what's gonna happen, you know. And we're like, yeah, but we don't want to leave you alone. You know, like he doesn't right. have any family out here or anything. You don't like have that. any family. You don't have no boyfriend. Yeah. So like, yeah. so we felt bad. And he's like, no, 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 please go home. Like, I'll give you guys updates if anything, blah, blah, blah. And then the lady was in there and she's like, you have given us the best history that we have ever experienced. Like we were telling him we were very impressed. And oh, I said, nice. yeah, lady, not my yeah. first time. Well, maybe yeah. with a human. <laughs> right. Right. So that we told him like you know give us a call even if you just need a ride like from the hospital home like right right. we'll drive back from san jose and pick your ass up not a problem yeah and he's like okay blah blah so 
of course the bitch doesn't listen he like took an uber home or something right of course um after he was done and apparently he has to be on some heart meds now but he's been doing well since so that was a whole fucking thing is that wild that's wild i'm sorry but how was dinner dinner was delicious and it was fabulous good jesus christ that i yikes and see when you tell me that story and you tell me that the ambulance took that long to get there then i go that's why i moved to nebraska because you want to know something i there's an ambulance right over there unfortunately or fortunately there's cops that live in my little suburban area gross fuck the cops man fuck the cops no cops of pride okay so i'm sorry John, I'm so glad that you're feeling better. Holy motherfucking shit. Next time you disclose this before the dinner, okay? Because I would have just been crying and running around in a circle. <laughs> we had it down. We were ready. Oh, 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 I forgot to tell you the best part. So mm-hmm. after the ambulance had taken him and we called mm-hmm. Jasmine and she came to pick us up, right? It was her car mm-hmm. that she had driven us. Right. And she's like, oh my God, you guys, I had a coughing fit for 30 minutes after I finished running. And I thought I had convinced myself that I have given myself COVID from being in that restaurant. (laughs) And I said, bitch, you can't contract COVID in like 30 minutes. Like you don't show symptoms like that. She's like, I know I was just, I just, I, but I convinced myself. And then after I convinced myself that I didn't have it, that I was just being crazy. And I was like, bitch. She was having her whole other experience. Yeah, she was just on a whole other, like, thing herself. But I was just like, this is too much. Let's just go home. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, listen, if I would have been Jasmine, okay, A, I probably would have passed out before I got to the car. Because those hills are no fucking joke. No, I used to live on one of those hills, so I know. So I, I, um, but I would have driven right the fuck back so that I could watch you give that history. (laughs) yeah no it was it was it was an experience but everything turned out great and he's fine and everything is okay oh yikes oh i know yikes also yeah go ahead no no go ahead also no no also i was going to change the subject because i think we're done (laughs) okay all right well i was i was wanting to tell you about the star wars bar mitzvah if you want to hear about that i was about to say also i know that you did something recently that that sounds awesome i went to a star wars theme bar mitzvah so congratulations max shapiro you are now a man um okay so there is i told you guys about the family that like sort of like stalked me and contacted me because they're jewish they live down the street they have a kid who's trans yes you told us this yes okay so the the youngest son of that family max had his bar mitzvah last weekend um wait how old do you have to be to be bar mitzvah 13 is the minimum right it's wait there's a minimum what's the maximum you could be 110 if you want so you're gonna tell me if you are not bar mitzvah at 65 you're still not considered a man (laughs) (laughs) i think you can still be considered a man but you know you don't get to lead a not not in the eyes of your lord you don't (laughs) i think the lord still still thinks you're a man but you just haven't done this one thing okay okay so um so it was his bar mitzvah and it was at this hotel that is literally just down the way from us and um it was star wars themed and i (laughs) i have never 
experienced a bar mitzvah like this in my life. So here are things. So normally a bar mitzvah is in a temple. And then if there's a reception, it's after the service and it's either at the temple if you're on a budget or it's immediately following someplace or you take a break and then it's nighttime and then you have it in a hotel or restaurant or wherever you're gonna have it, right? So this is the first time that I've been to an all-inclusive hotel bar mitzvah. And the reason why they did this is because the, the family doesn't actually belong to any congregation here in Omaha. They did this all on their own. So normally, if you're a little Jewish kid and you're in Hebrew school, you, you go to Hebrew school from preschool to, to, you know, whenever. And right about when you turn 10, they start prepping you for your bar, bar or bat mitzvah, depending on which gender, right? Bar for boys, bat for girls. And I don't know what they do if you're non-binary, but I'm sure there's a, a protocol because Jews love trans kids for the most part. So they, um, this family doesn't belong to a synagogue. So they have a cousin who has a, a temple in Tennessee and they flew him out here with a Torah to be the rabbi of this service, okay? And how is Max gonna learn Hebrew? Oh, you know what? He's gonna learn it from his mom. So his mom taught him all of his Torah parts, all the prayers, all the everything. And they did this all, have been doing it for three years, where normally that three years would be spent doing extra Hebrew school and working with like the people in your temple to learn all this, not mom's responsibility. So shout out to Erica for doing that whole shit, because let me tell you, I would never. Do you know what I mean? Like, Seems like a lot. That is just beyond the, the scope of my parenting skills. So... In the meanwhile, Erica's in charge of the bar mitzvah and dad is in charge of the party. And they decide that this is gonna be Star Wars themed. And this man did not, did not disappoint on any level. He built some droids to be Shut at the, the reception. One of them, which was to charge your phone. So <sighs> if you need to charge your phone, you could go to the phone charging droid and, and charge your phone. But not only that, this man hired R2-D2. This man hired the little droid that looks like it has a cone on its head. This man hired people to be the Star Tours people to give you your boarding pass and your passport so you knew which table you were sitting at for the reception, okay? Yeah. This man Wait, had... Is there usually themes at bar mitzvah? Yes, every bar mitzvah has a theme. Oh, okay, okay, I didn't know that. Continue. Yeah, my my theme, just so you know, was she's half Japanese. Ah, got it. It was a shit ass theme, and my bar mitzvah was stupid, and I wish I had a do over because this was fucking impressive. There were three stormtroopers, one Darth Vader, sick, three members of the Cantina band, um, and. Obi-Wan Kenobi was like the DJ and, or some, you know, something similar. And then all the fucking characters in the cantina. So the little ones with the, oh, with the light, the, the light eyes, the guy with the big head that looks like the hammerhead, um, the guy that, I don't know their names. Okay. But they were all there. Every single one. The Mandalorian was fucking there. Sick. This is so cool. Okay, but then I will tell you the most Jewish thing about it. Guess how much he paid to have Darth Vader and the stormtroopers and all those cantina people? 75 cents. Zero dollars. You know why? What? He called cosplayers. 
He hired cosplayers. They just did it out of the goodness of their hearts. Damn. So I really overshot by saying 75 cents. Yes, you did. (laughs) You overshot by a bajillion percent because this man somehow convinced the cosplayers to do it for free. Wow. And if that's not the, the most bar mitzvah thing ever in the history of bar mitzvahs, I don't even know what. But it was amazing. Like, if he would have paid these people, it would have still been worth it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the, the, the DJ, there was food there. The kids, instead of having to eat the sit down food that the grownups ate, they had a kid's buffet. Okay. They could go eat whatever corn dogs or whatever the fuck was there. Ezra didn't tell me the details, but they could eat all of that. Right. They had an open bar, which where the diet Coke flew freely. They had, the milk, the, the blue milk from the place where Skywalker is, they yes. had that. You could order and you say, I want a milk that is from Luke Skywalker. They had that. They renamed all the drinks to be Star Wars names, okay? And then in the middle of the, the okay, so the, the bar mitzvah, the ceremony, that was in a separate room. That was all religious. And because most of the people there were not Jewish, like the rabbi explained everything. It was very cute. It was very nice. It was only an hour. It was great. Do you know what I mean? Like done and done, right? Yeah. But then, okay. So, so then in the middle of the reception, they start playing Happy by Pharrell, which you do at a bar mitzvah, right? And then, right, the record skids, but I'm sure it's a CD. And fucking Imperial March starts playing and Darth Vader marches in with his stormtroopers. And Darth Vader starts speaking Yiddish, okay? And he's like, I don't know what's going on here, but I know that that one, Max, looks like one that I want to be on my side, right? So he, he the starts- The dark side, he, the empire. The dark side, and Max says, I will never join you, and blah, blah, blah. And then Darth Vader says, all right, let's get this Fakakta party going. It was really cute. Um, and oh then, my God, imagine Andy would have lost his shit if he would have been here. No fucking shit, okay? Andy would have fucking lost. I'm just, I'm upset that you didn't record all of this for him. I'm Andy, sorry. Shout out to you. Andy, I will send you the video of what I do have, okay? Um, they had souvenir t-shirts. Oh, <gasps> cool. And if this were anybody else's bar mitzvah and not like my neighbors and people that I care about and, you know, whatever, I would have stolen them and we would have one for each listener because they are so cool. It has the cantina band. They're all wearing yarmulkes, you know, because Jewish. they're Jewish. And, and it's a tour of all the planets okay except for alderaan is canceled which to my understanding that's the one that blew up okay and then in the middle of all these tour dates it says omaha nebraska max's bar mitzvah oh my it's not even like a shirt that says i went to max's bar mitzvah like they normally do it's like stealthily a bar mitzvah shirt from far away you think you're wearing a star wars shirt God, these people have thought of it all. They thought of it all. Okay, they had, so when you have a bar mitzvah, like um, there's yarmulkes, right? The little kippahs that you put on your head, right? And usually they're in, you know, they're they're stamped with like, you know, Max's bar mitzvah, Heidi and Joseph's wedding, whatever, right? So mm-hmm. it said Max's bar mitzvah, but it was in a Star Wars font. Sick. And they are black suede with red trim. Okay. What? Yes, there were lightsabers that said Max's bar mitzvah that you could take as a souvenir. I'm assuming because I took one. 
Okay, along with my passport, my boarding pass, my lanyard that says Max's Bar Mitzvah and has my card on it that says, Jennifer, you are sitting at Planet Hoth. Okay. Oh my, you need to take pictures of all of this. I didn't take this. Ezra was at the Death Star. I was supposed to go over there and get a stamp. I didn't because I was like, I just want to sit here and eat my tortellini. But people were going around to all the tables getting stamps. Okay. Um, But then the biggest highlight of this bar mitzvah wait there's more yes christ was the surprise performance by this girl who apparently has crush on max who sang a song of her own writing acapella to the entire crowd (laughs) and i don't know whether to be embarrassed for this girl or whether to like applaud the balls that she has because this song was very long it was very acapella and it was very clearly a love song to max oh my wait this is like another 13 year old girl yes and she had a whole ass performance to declare her love to declare her love for the bar yes was it good could the bitch sing though oh god it was horrible (laughs) leave one she was like she was thinking, I'm going to sing the shit out of this song. And by the end of the night, I'm going to have my man. I'm going to have mean, my Jedi. Bless her. She did sing the shit out of the song. Bless her. And bless her for trying. And listen, if I would have been Max, I would have been like, I'm going to throw this bitch a bone. I don't know. Boner. What, I don't know what Max's status is. I don't know if he's making out with people, if he's holding hands with people. I don't know what his deal is. Okay. But I would have, I would have, you know, sympathy made out with this girl if i were max or or whatever do you know what i mean first of all the bitch needs to be wifed up already i don't care they're 13 he better lock that shit in now because that's a down ass bitch okay it's a down ass bitch but but i mean but you know the cringe factor was so high the song went we are united and she said that like a hundred times and then the pinnacle listeners please sit down for this Please imagine that you are at a Star Wars themed bar mitzvah. You're drinking the milk from the, the, the creatures. Darth Vader has just tried to get Max to come to the dark side. He's spoken Yiddish. You have a boarding pass, R2-D2, the whole thing. And then this girl rhymes, you're my hero with Max Shapiro. I'm sorry. Mic drop. <laughs> what a no Wow. I don't know who this girl is, but she's gonna go places. She's gonna go places. I mean, this is going I to mean, be, you know. Eh, fuck Max at that point. That was her party. That was her <laughs> party. She stole that shit. Okay, so after she rhymes You're My Hero with Max Shapiro, or whatever it was that she did, you know, everybody started clapping. And then she went into her spoken word part. And she was like, and I wish that I had taped it. It was like, you guys, you know, no matter whether you're here, like thinking about your connection to your kids or your friends or your, or your, or your significant other or whatever. I just hope that you remember this moment in time. And by the way, my song's not finished yet. I hope you remember this this moment in time and look back on it with all the joy and the love that we are feeling in celebration of Max's Bar Mitzvah. Okay. She said something like that. And then she went to finish the song. Wow. 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 So who is this girl? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we will know in the future. 
We this will. We will. Guns blazing. Love Obi-Wan it. Obi-Wan Kenobi or whoever the DJ was like, remember that you heard her here first because I have no doubt that she is going to do something with her life. Yeah, Max better get on that shit. If he did not fucking at least hold her hand by the end of the night, I'm pissed. I hope that he did. I hope he that did he deserve did. That. You know, 13 is so young. I was watching these kids and 13 is just so little, you know? Yeah, I know. They're just little, little babies. They're sword fighting with each other with the, with the lightsabers. And I'm like, you know, girls mature faster than boys, as we know. I just worry that Max is not ready for a woman of this caliber. No, nobody is. Mm-mm. Grown-ass men wouldn't be ready for that caliber. Mm-mm. She is just beyond. She is beyond. She is just so. beyond. So shout out to her. I just don't even know. I just don't even know. But let me tell you some other things about this bar mitzvah, you know, aside, okay? So mm-hmm. Ezra's there. He is wearing his kilt that is blue, that is kind of goth, right? Except for that it's blue. It's got chains, right? He's wearing a black t-shirt tucked into this kilt that does not fit him properly anymore because he had his top surgery. So everything's a little off, but it doesn't matter because over that he's wearing a shawl, right? Light blue with fringes, uh, that velvet burnout thing that like an old lady would wear. He's wearing that with his sneakers and he is rocking it, okay? He is at this bar mitzvah, like at the, at the, the pre-ceremony cocktail hour, and he is doing commentary on these outfits. I was like, please come on the podcast. Please come on the podcast and just tell us about the outfits that you saw, because my child is hilarious. My yeah, child. I don't doubt it, but he's not child, on the podcast, is he? No. He needs son of a bitch. To, we need to find him like. He needs to be the third man in a comedy act who's like the straight man, okay? But except for that he's not straight. Do you know what I mean? But he needs to be the guy who like, I picture Academy Awards or music awards or whatever, an awards show, right? Where everybody knows who every celebrity is, right? But he doesn't because he doesn't know shit about that kind of stuff, right? Unless it's like Danny Elfman and Tool and Nine Inch Nails, he's not gonna know who these people are, right? I mean, do you really need to know anyone else? No, no, of course you don't. Of course you don't. But you know, he he would sit there with the other two and he would just talk about the outfits from the standpoint of a 16-year-old transmasculine Jewish boy from Nebraska. It was so funny, I was crying my eyes out. This one lady said I wasn't there. Oh my God, this one lady was wearing like, and okay, so every person who walked in, he was like, that's a goy, that's a Jew, big Jew energy coming, that's a goy, why is that guy wearing shorts, what's happening, okay? (laughs) One woman was wearing like a pantsuit that the top had like a shawl attached to it that was off the shoulder, but it like covered all the grandma bits that that she didn't want anybody to see, right? Okay, okay. Ezra, look at that jumpsuit, look, it has a cape. He's like, that's not a cape, that's just Judaism. And I was like, you should be on television. <laughs> he needs to be on. Tell him when he's ready. We're here for him. Oh my God. It was, it was so, you know, I paid nothing to go to this event. Really. I bought a present. That's it. And I had the time of my life. Let me tell you. I'm sure you did. I'm having the time of my life just listening. Oh my God. It was so great. It was so great. 
And Ezra, you know, for all of his, I have no friends, I'm going to die alone, nobody loves me. He hung out with his friend Juno. And Juno was like very understanding at first that Ezra was like not being social because he knows that Ezra has anxiety and depression and all that because they all been through the same shit. And he was like, does Ezra need to sit someplace, you know, away from all these people? Is it too much? And I'm like, I'll let you know. And then when we got inside and he sat with Juno and they ran around and they did their thing and it was great. Oh, what a nice friend. Seriously, what a nice friend. And Juno was like, believe me, if this wasn't my brother's bar mitzvah, I would be sitting in the corner like Ezra. I was like, you guys should have a TV show. I love it. It was great. It was fucking great. So I'm jealous. I'm glad that happened to you. Highly recommend everybody find a, a Jewish family with a young child so that you could eventually go to a bar mitzvah. Because if you have not experienced a bar mitzvah, it's it's quite the thing. God, I need to find a Jew with, if you are a Jew and you have a young child that's going to have a bar mitzvah listener, be my friend. I want to party with you. Please. And I mean, I'll try and find more. I, it's worth it. It's worth it. It was so good. So I'm, I'm so jealous of you. Yeah. But so, you know, it, it did make me sad for mine, which was the theme was this child is half Japanese it was at a Japanese hotel. There were 50 people at my bat mitzvah because we are not wealthy people. Um, and most of them were just my parents' friends. There were 10 children there. And it was very boring. You fucked up. The only exciting thing about my bat mitzvah was that the keyboard player of the Foo Fighters was there. And that's really all we need I to know. Mean- I know that this kid just had a whole ass fucking Star Wars theme. Uh-huh. But I mean, you're neck and neck with that one. Just I, that I did alone. have a food fighter. I did if have a you, food fighter. If you would have had just one more little thing, you almost had him, JSR. You know what? I take it back. You didn't fuck up completely. You almost had him. Well, I'll tell you, I had balls the size of that little girl to go up to the two most popular boys in my junior high school, one of whom I kind of knew. And then the other one who's the Foo Fighter now. And I just gave them invitations and walked away. And, and luckily Rami came. He's a very nice man. Um, and he came to, to my bat mitzvah. And I thank him every time I hear the Foo Fighters, you know, for making my bat mitzvah one less level of horrible by his presence. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Shout out to the Foos. Yeah. Sorry for your loss. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's my story. You, well, I posted some questions or like, yeah. I, so there was this thing. So hi, Sergio, if you're listening. So Sergio had this thing on his um, IG story where you can send anonymous messages, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah. And so I was like, well, that seemed interesting. So I did it for our podcast page, right? Like send us okay. anonymous questions. Cause you know, some people are shy to ask you things. Right. They would like to know. So oh, we got so- a few hits. Okay, right. so people sent us questions anonymously. Can we guess who they are? I mean, we only know like three people that listen to this. So yeah, right. okay. if you yeah. want. So we'll, we'll say which one is Andy, which one is Sergio. <laughs> which one is Rick. Right, and then and there you go. Okay. Okay, so uh, this one's kind of boring, but sure. How tall are you? Oh, I'm five, two and three quarters. I thought I was 5'4", but apparently I'm not. Really? I'm 5'3", even. Okay. I want to know. We're both so, short bitches then. 
You think that we're short? I think it's pretty yeah. average height, no? I can't reach shit in my hospital, so obviously I'm short. Well, okay, so there you go. We're about 5'3". Yep. Um, let's see. Biggest red flags for a girl. Oh, shit. So I think, oh, yeah, I don't, I haven't dated in seven, four score in seven years. Yeah. Um, but I know off the top, a big red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, off the top, I, I should have known, huh? Because that's, that's where it seemed like it was going, but I have nothing. <laughs> I, so- I just think um, consistency is yeah. good. So if you're flaky, mm-hmm. that's, that's a big red flag for me. All right. Marino, I love you, but the biggest red flag for a girl is to be Melissa Marino and to be trying to date you when you're, you're her coworker and you've never been a lesbian before. Yeah, no. The big, big red flag would be that the person that you like is not into the gender that you are. <laughs> person that you like is named Melissa Marino. <laughs> Melissa, I love you. I one one day, one day you you will you will find the lady that that deserves you. Um biggest red flag. I mean, I feel like I should know so many, but I just nothing is coming to me. I don't know. I think that there are red flags both ways and and what you need to watch out for is people who gaslight you. And for people who make you feel like shit. And if, yeah. So, so basically if somebody makes you feel like shit for any reason, you need to talk about it. And if they try and act like they didn't do what they did to make you feel like shit, then they're gaslighting you and they need to be dropped. Don't care what gender. All right. Who do you miss the most? Huh? That's the question. Who do you miss the most? And to me, it's very easy. Um, It's my Lou dog. I miss that son of a bitch more than I could ever express. Let me tell you, if I had, if somebody said, Jacqueline, what is the biggest regret of your life? Mm -hmm. You know, I would tell them that I was not physically there when my Lou dog had to be put down. That is like literally the biggest regret. And I have so much guilt. And every time, like I think about him or, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, water in the eyes because yeah. fuck, that was my best friend. And he, oh my God, I'm getting choked up. I love him so much and I miss him so much. So that's my fucking answer. Don't look at me, I'm vulnerable. I'm not looking at you. Oh God, I miss my dog. <sighs> but yeah, that's that's an easy one for me. Um, I was there via Skype, but it's just not good enough. It's not good I'm enough. I'm gonna always, I promised all of my fucking animals that no matter where I was in the world, if anything like that ever happened again, I don't give a fuck. I would go and be right there with them. Right. I love um, you, Lou. Lou, I, you know, I could say so many things, but I think what I miss the most <laughs> is the fucking Japanese stationery store at Santana Row. It says and I know that seems ridiculous, but I want to go into a store and buy a goddamn pen that I like. And I can't do that here. And that's the worst thing about Nebraska. Yeah, but it says, who do you miss? Who? I miss the people in the store who would sell me things. <laughs> and also the store attached to them. Okay. Okay. So no. there you go. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I miss you. 
I miss Todd. I miss you guys. That's why I miss. I and I do miss Domo. I miss, I miss the dog. I think about her a lot whenever anybody comes in with a pity mix that they have to euthanize. And I think about Domo. Yeah, but yeah, that's who I miss. Yeah, I, I talked to, to the Todd mm-hmm. recently, and I'm supposed to see him on Sunday. Oh, Carl is having hanging out. Carl is having a pool party barbecue extravaganza oh. at his house. Uh-huh. And he's going to be there, and Marino, and Patricia, uh-huh. and baby Jasmine. Wait, who's having this? Carl. Carl from... from Carl's my old man. Carl. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's my homie. I don't know if you know this, but me and Carl are fucking tight. I did not know that. Yeah, he is like, I don't know, how old is Carl? Like 835? I would say that he's in his, his 70s. Yeah, he's an old white man. But he's let an me old tell white you, man. Our he's, soul also, he's very politically a, a, an old white man, but we are going to overlook that. Yeah. He's a very nice man. He is a very nice man. Um, yeah, we don't talk about that because, nope. yeah, whatever. And he doesn't, you know, completely agree with all things. Right. And, you know, let me tell you, you know how you know that he is, you know, not as supportive as a political you know republican that he is because you know he fucks around with me a brown yep. girl a brown marino girl. a lesbian a lesbian fucking patricia a black girl right you know and jasmine also a mexican right so, and todd a sad ass jew so it's fun. yeah so yeah. carl's a nice guy uh love him a lot and i talk to him pretty frequently mm-hmm. and uh yeah we connected over pink floyd when i was uh at our old job right and uh, he said, aren't you too young for that? And I said, Carl, I have an old soul. Right. And you're an old man, so let's be friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what's, that's what's happening. So I'll, I'll tell you about our barbecue stories Please. next week or whatever. Yeah. And then our last message that we received, worst movie you've ever watched. Oh. oh so I don't know about ever, but... I, I could I could think of a recent one mm-hmm. that helps. So yeah. I was excited to see. Um, I don't even know what it's called now, but it's the one with the the stripper the stripper man, Channing Tatum. Okay. With the dog, the Melanois, the Belgian. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be you know good and heartfelt and like you know I took my dad to go watch it because it seemed easy right. enough like right. he, he the dog was a bad dog that mm-hmm. his own owner had died and mm-hmm. it was Channing's job as a former soldier fellow soldier to this guy that had died to take the okay. dog to the funeral okay. and you know they went on an adventure because the dog was supposed to be a complete asshole and nobody could handle it oh, okay and uh, it sucked it sucked <laughs> Like, I'm a little bitched when I see movies. Uh, give me emotions. That's the only time I let them out. Right. And uh, nothing. It nothing? was just very like, oh, God, it could have been so good. Hmm. That's, that's as recently. Also, mm. speaking of a dog movie, the only movie that I have never, or well, I that I have not been able to finish all the way through mm-hmm. because it was so fucked up. And, you mm-hmm. know, I've, I've watched some fucked up movies. Right had to do with it was called white god okay and it had to do with also this dog right that was doing 
I don't really remember the premise so much now. I think they like found this dog and they were tra- training it to be like a, a fighting dog or whatever, mm-hmm. because uh, it had gotten lost and the owner was looking for it and it was a whole thing. And they were mm-hmm. like legit torturing this dog no. to try and make it mean no. so that it could go fight other dogs. And I was like, I can't no. handle this. My heart hurts. And like, I could no. not finish the movie. No. Dogs, man. The worst movie I've ever seen is also a dog movie. Really? Which one is and it? And I did not watch the whole thing because I couldn't. But the movie's called Wiener Dog. What? <laughs> the movie is called Wiener Dog. It is by a pretty respected, like, independent filmmaker guy. Uh-huh. Um, and in this movie, um, Greta Gerwig, who I adore plays a veterinary technician okay who in the second part of this movie steals the dog and runs away because in the first part of this movie nobody likes the dog the dog eats a whole fucking bag of trail mix they leave it in a crate to vomit and vomit and vomit and vomit and get so ill that they take it to the veterinarian who is about to euthanize this dog but then Greta Gerwig takes the dog and runs away and ends up with, I believe it's somebody to the effect of Karen Culkin or somebody like that. And then they go on adventure with the dog and this dog gets just handed off to all these different people. And in the end, it gets run over. But my my problem is that this dog ate this trail mix. And at no time in this movie, did anybody take responsibility to just say this dog ate trail mix that had not only raisins, but also chocolate in it. And so what's going to happen are the following things. Yeah. And so they just showed the dog throwing up in the basement, in the laundry room, till the man decided to take the dog that was lying in a pile of its own vomit and hematochesia to the vet who was then just going to euthanize the dog. And then the tech who takes the dog, which you can't do, first of all, because if somebody's there to euthanize their dog, you can't just keep it alive and take it. That's like selling a baby out of the back of your hospital. (laughs) And if you were going to steal the dog, you would have said to the veterinarian, hey, this dog needs fluids. This dog needs supportive care. And we need to hospitalize it and keep it on IV fluids and give it the care it needs so that I can then take the dog and have it be my dog. But she just takes the dog sick as it is on the road. So you hate it because it's very unrealistic. It just makes no fuck. It's just like, it's so unrealistic and not factual at all that it just lose it just loses you you're just like this is bullshit well plus the basic gist of the movie is like everybody hates this dog and passes it from from person to person but nobody takes care of this dog God, and this dog bad. could have been saved in the first place if they would have taken it to the vet right after it ate the goddamn trail mix yeah that movie fucking sucks yeah, so it was just a bunch of people being really responsible about a dog in in the in the guise of making an indie film that was supposed to, that was labeled as a dark comedy. Cod. Yeah, should have just been labeled as a sad tragedy. It's a tragedy Cod. on so many levels. So those were the questions. Now, <laughs> like I said, I saw it on Sergio's page, right? Mm-hmm. And okay, listen, Sergio. I appreciate you for listening to this pod. Of course. What I don't appreciate is that people were asking him questions and this motherfucker was avoiding the answer. You can't just put like a little face for an answer if you're going to post 
that you're going to respond to anonymous questions. Okay. Okay. Right. Is, right. Or is it just me? I think you just oh. answer them. Said he'll just be your genuine, true self and just and give it them. to us. Yeah. I just wanted you to give it to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sergio? And I was a little disappointed that you did not, mm. but that's not here nor there. But I did ask him uh-huh. if you were a serial killer. Uh-huh. So he's going to know it's me. Right. How would you kill your victim? Okay. And he just made a face. Well, he, he actually answered mine. Okay. Okay. Later on. Uh-huh. And he said that it would be a slow and painful death. Like use your uh-huh. imagination or some bullshit like that. Right. Said he, no, I'm not going to accept that answer. I'm going to need no, you to direct message me what you really feel. Yeah. And I shouldn't be getting as upset as I am, but I don't know why I am. Said he, I'm not shitting on you. I just needed to know the truth of well, all of these things that you were the teasing man with. Opened him, <laughs> he opened himself up for questions and then he's not answering them properly. And that is frustrating. Yeah. 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 Said he, yeah. like frustrated. I said, you are a nice guy, but give me what I want. Give the people what you want. If you're going to tell them that you're going to give right. it to them. Right. Use your imagination. That's because he's not prepared to put his mind in the mind of a serial killer, which is great, right? But he just doesn't know. <laughs> and he's like trying to write that essay that the teacher doesn't read, you know what I mean? Where he's just like, blah, 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 hope teacher doesn't read it, give him a decent grade and that's it, you know? Yes, so Sergio, please answer your goddamn questions. Please. But also, if you were a serial killer, how would you kill your victims, JSR? Who, me? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. you know I never thought about it because I don't really want to kill anybody I just wish evil on them so I would kill my victims by figuring out the worst way that they want to be impregnated and have them (laughs) do it to themselves and then have to go to a state where they can't get an abortion and they have to carry their rapist baby which is themselves but like how is that gonna kill them I don't know well, You're whatever kill these people well and then because they can't get a legal abortion to abort their own baby that they impregnated themselves with in a way that they did not want to be raped they die getting a back alley abortion how's that by you this is where you come- one. <laughs> You're yeah, the one i'm the abortion doctor i <laughs> got, got, it, got the abortion it. and they die got it that's a that wow that is twisted yeah I was not expecting that and may all those assholes on the Supreme Court minus the three, may they all die that way. Okay, well, there you have it. Straight what? from uh, JSR's mouth. What about you? Uh-oh. Oh. Um, oh. You know, I did think about it a little bit only, yeah. but it's like, I'm not, I don't know that I would like, I guess the initial uh, uh, death would probably uh-huh. be regular like woman death like poison or some bullshit yeah, like that because yeah, yeah. i don't need to get my hands dirty with all of that you know i've seen right. a lot of serial killer things you gotta be you gotta be slick with the mm-hmm. things you know yeah. and because i'm not a real serial killer i don't imagine myself like really like harming people like that you know right. i think that takes a lot of effort and i'm not like a strong bitch so like i can't really overpower unless like who are my victims you know what i'm saying i don't know, I don't know who I, mean, I would target you're the serial killer you're targeting them you, if you don't feel that you can take somebody down you could always yeah i mean if, if it was that way i probably have to target children you know because i could uh, take a little fucking baby bitch out let me tell you, you sick fuck <laughs> 
I'm just saying, if we're talking about power, I, I can't overpower a grown ass man. Yeah. I just can't do it. I got to know my limitations if I'm going to be a good serial killer. Right. I'm not saying I want to do this, but if you're putting me in the predicament, it has to be like between the age range of like eight and like 12 or something. I yeah. don't know. I don't think you could have taken any of those bar mitzvah kids. Yeah. Like 13, you're already a teenager. You're, you're yeah. fucking. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if it was that way, but you know, like I said, I don't really want to like physically kill mm-hmm. them myself right. because you know, that have to be personal and right. But Indeed. I guess if I'm a serial killer, I don't have like any of that shit, right? You don't like, care. I would just you don't so care. if I didn't care, I says, here yeah. I am. I fucked up because I didn't put myself in the mind of a serial killer, right? So if I was a serial That's killer, I could kill people any way that I wanted, right? Hmm. I don't want to chop people up. That's what I know. No, it's so messy. Because even even now, like breaking of bones and shit even in what we do is just not i don't no. uh, i don't like it mm-hmm. no. don't like the orthopedics of that no and then hauling their body i think yeah. hmm. god i just we're gonna have to get back to it because i really want to give a solid answer to this okay you think about it you i'll think, think about, about it and i'll also post it okay. on our thing for like next time we pod so we can okay. see what these sick fucks want to come up with because i'm oh interested <laughs> we are opening a can of worms worse than the one that we opened that got us in trouble at work by asking people how they're going to kill people because god forbid one of our listeners goes on a rampage they're going to bring it all back to this pod yeah but then we could be like maybe we could stop them maybe okay we could be like this we know like it could be on the news this person was killed this way and we're like fuck you know what you know that's that sergio that's sergio <laughs> Sergio, you son of a bitch, we got you. <laughs> we got you. Okay, yeah, let's look at it the, from that angle because I ain't about to, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. so we'll do that. And then, yeah, so how long has this been already? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. I can't, I don't know how to tell. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know. What if I, I mean, what time is it now? Time? It's almost seven. Oh, I can look at the clock. My phone died. I don't know what time it is. It's seven, it's 6.55. Okay, so that's we're two hours. We what? Talked. Yeah. Two? We talked a lot. Jesus Christ. We talked a lot. And now that people don't have the benefit of, of hearing bootleg music on our podcast, I'm sorry. Just stop in the middle and sing yourself a song. I don't know. Why don't you sing them a song? I already sang We Are United, Max Shapiro, you're my hero. That's it. Yeah, you did. That is correct. Oh, but, I mean, okay. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. The only other thing I wanted to ask you, because Mm -hmm. this is a question that is often asked and the answer that is not mine infuriates Mm -hmm. me. Okay. And I don't know why, but it just does. Do you believe everything happens for a reason? Oh, fuck that phrase. Fuck it. I don't know. Because my answer is no. I don't think so. It's not, it, it can't, it can't, it can't. Then that would imply that there is a divine force, that we have no free will, that everybody is, is the way they are and that's how we're supposed to be. And so then this divine force or whatever, like make serial killers on purpose. So no, not everything. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, but only in a way that's like, 
what is okay so let's just let's give an example a woman okay. gets raped yeah what so is the reason for reason? that what the no fuck? there's there cannot be like a divine oh well she got raped because this and now this no, no. like what no. is the re- what why is that supposed to be what is the reason for that there's no there's fucking no reason. reason or if a little kid gets molested what is the fucking there's, reason there's no reason if you're fucking somebody comes in and kills your mom at gunpoint what the fuck I'm, is the reason well, oh, the reason is that person is insane. Why is that person insane? Because he was probably suffered some very, very bad trauma somewhere down the line. Well, why did that happen? That didn't happen for a reason. Yeah, I just don't oh. get the, yes, they happen for, okay, how about this? We'll also put that poll out. Mm-hmm. Do you think everything happens for a reason? Yep. And if you do, why? And why? if you don't, also, like, we get you. We, me and yeah. JSR seem to be on the same page about this. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't get people who are like, yeah, everything happens for a reason. And I'm like, God, what the fuck do you mean everything? Nothing makes sense. Why would it be a reason for anything? Right. Right. And it Why really upsets me because of all of this horrible thing that happened to people. And I was like, well, right. it just, there's a reason. No, there's huh. a, no, there's no, no it's just fucked up. Things happen because some people are fucked up. Some things are fucked up and life is fucked up. Right. There's no reason. Yeah, what was the reason that I had to fucking fall and in the ravine? my whole body? Right? What was the reason? What was the reason? There's no reason. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, there's so many things that happen throughout your day. Is there really a reason? You need a reason for all of that? Like, no, you don't. It's, it's, it's just happening. It's there's happening. No reason. no reason. Anyways, that was a question. Okay. If you guys feel That's differently, settled. please let us know. Yep. We'll put up, we'll put up the polls for, you know, hopefully next week we get to do this again. Yes. Um, Michael really wants to be on the podcast and I told him that he could, he does not want to come on the podcast and just extemporaneously have a conversation. However, he wants topics. And, um, and what I think at least part of this podcast will entail me and Michael explaining to you the, the, the kind of music that brought us together. Okay. And, and sort of a, a delve into a genre of music that you may never have considered. Uh, there's nothing more that I would like. Okay, I mean, good, good. if if Michael is looking for structure, he has come to the wrong place. But absolutely, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know he's, if he's heard this podcast before. He should know we that from dealing with me um, in his life. He one time had to write me a letter, and and actually. And we can talk about this, but he actually had to say, are you devoted to this friendship or not? Because, because we need to evaluate this. And this is, you know, a conversation between two people who have never met in person. Like I had to, I had to validate continuing our friendship because it was too stressful because I was too flaky. This man is insane and I cannot wait to talk to him. (laughs) He's a fucking genius is what he is. But Michael, yeah. I, I'm excited to speak and communicate with you. Um, I will try not to be flaky or anything if we do become friends so that you feel validated. But this is a lot of pressure for me. So <laughs> don't expect much. <laughs> I mean, listen, we, we you know, that, that was an age ago. And, you know, we, we all have evolved as people. And, you know, we'll, we'll explore that. We'll, we'll delve. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, listeners. 
Love you. Uh, love you. Uh, once again, Sergio, I would like to take back any bad thing that I said about you. I didn't mean it in a, in a negative way. I was just, you know, it's a little frustrating because you, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to give me things and then you just don't give them to me. So it's like having the chair there and pulling it away. And then you sit yeah, down and you pull yeah. your ass. But it's, and it's everybody awesome. has a good time, but at the time it's not a good time. Yeah. So yeah. also get back at us. Cause we really want to know the details of your um a serial killer and what way you said slow and painful i need more what do you mean i need more stop teasing yeah okay maybe that's part of his his technique maybe that's what it is he just kills me i'm his right. next victim and he's this right. is how he's gonna slowly gonna kill me With the torture of anticipation and ambiguity all right thanks everyone i love you bye love you bye I'm waving at you. Nobody can see it. Okay, bye. End.